I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, back here with you on the Lake Show on this Friday evening. Let's talk some Timberwolves basketball. This is the radio home for Timberwolves basketball tonight. The opponent, the L.A. Lakers, and he's out in L.A. right now, hanging out in California. Let's check in with Chris Hyde from the... um, Minneapolis Star Tribune beat writer covers the Wolves. He's joining us on the John Schuster Call Banker Hotline. And so I have a confession to make, Chris. Are you ready for my confession? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Let's hear it. All right. First off, first off, you know that I'm team Chris Hine, and I know that Chris Hine officially is team Lake Show. Okay. And this is how I know. Yes. All right. So so this is how I know. So this and this is what's so funny. So there was a mistake that I made this evening or this afternoon, and you're just a soldier, dude. Like, like you're a trooper. Like, you're so Team Henry Lake. I love it. And, and you know I got your back as well. So this is what happened. I intended to text the other Chris, the producer of the show, Christopher Tubbs. And I said, we'll need to cut a spot tonight, which is lingo for I needed to cut a commercial spot tonight, right? And I needed to send it to a to a to a salesperson, whatever. That text that I intended for Chris went to Chris Hine from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. So your response was, you took that as, oh, Lake, you want me to come on the show? What time do you need me to come on? And so then I'm confusing myself, and I'm looking. I'm like, did I say come on tonight? I was like, I didn't realize or forgot that. So that was totally on I, me, Chris. I thought I must. I thought I must have missed something too. I don't know. Did we talk about it? Right. I thought you might have been texting the wrong person, but here I am. You know, I'm on the show, and I'm happy to do it um, hey, hey, as always. I love so. it, man. It's a two for one. Look at this. I mean, I ended up walking into a segment to talk Timberwolves basketball with you. So I, I appreciate that. Yep. Sorry for the confusion. Sorry that I. That I that I mess things up, but you I, you're the type of guy that just rolls with the punches, man. That's right, that's right. That's what they say in improv, right? You just <laughs> yes and it's like <laughs> you just roll with whatever's going on. That's kind of my philosophy on life. Yes and let's let's keep it moving. Yeah. Yep. All right, let, let's get to it, man, and then we'll let you go because you need to. I mean, you're on LA, man. You, you you're amongst the stars. All right, so <laughs> the, the the Timberwolves coming out of the All Star break extremely sluggish, right? Extremely sluggish, didn't look right, um, actually collapsed and gave a game. Now, I don't say gave a game away like Golden State didn't try to fight back in there, but that was a game that they should have won. Then they had one of their more impressive games. It wins on the road, beating the L.A. Clippers um, a few nights ago. A nationally televised game. 
in which TNT, I mean, everybody's on there like loving them, loving them up, right? You got uh, Candace Parker. Who was it? Jamal Crawford was on there. I think Shaq was on there. So you're getting the national love. What is it about the Wolves, though, where they just when they're right there, the the having the opportunity to come up with a win, they typically do whatever it takes to fumble it away. What what is that? Why is that continuing to be a part of the DNA? Yeah, you know, I don't it's a tough question to ask. I think it I think it extends back to a quality that we don't really talk about too much with this group anymore, but I think it's something that exists. And you can go back as far back as like three or four years ago, even when they weren't winning as many games as they are now. And it, I think in some ways they do feel somewhat satisfied with themselves when they have a nice game. And then they don't have the same sense of urgency to, to kind of roll it over into the next one. Um, and I think you saw that a few years ago. They would win one game and then lose three before they'd, <laughs> before they'd get desperate enough to want to win another one. Yep, I think you're right. I mean, it, it, doesn't happen as, it doesn't happen as frequently now. I mean, they obviously win more games now, but I, I think there's still a little bit of that. It's like, oh, good, we, we played well on Tuesday. Well, now on Friday we can kind of coast a little bit, and we're, we're coming into the Lakers game, and LeBron's not playing, so it's going to be a little easier matchup, and D'Lo's out. So, you know, we could maybe give this one 80% and try to try to win, you know, like that yep. that seems to be what this team does. So, you know, I, I have no feel for how this game is going to go tonight with LeBron out and, and D'Lo out. Um, just no feel based on what this team has done throughout the whole season. All right. So let me ask you if you have a feel on this. What is your feeling on Nas Reed from the standpoint of, how much does he like being here in Minnesota? And the reason why I ask this uh, question, Chris, is a year ago, thinking about Nas Reed entering free agency, I'd be like, you know what? Um, I like him. I like his role. I like him coming in off the bench. Um, but I wouldn't shed a tear if Nas no longer was part of this organization. Now I've switched up on that because of the growth, continued growth that he showcased here the last few years. The way that he's playing post-All-Star break, if this guy does not end up coming back to the Wolves after this summer, I think it would be a big-time loss for their bench. Well, I mean, just look at the situation, though, Henry, right? Like, he's going to be a free agent. He's more than proven that he, can, that he is an NBA center, whether somebody thinks of him as, a, as their starter or as a high-valued backup. Um, and you look at what he's got ahead of him on the depth chart here in Minnesota. You know, earlier in the season, there were games Nas Reed was not playing when Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert were healthy. That's got to stick in the back of your mind when, when you're entering free agency, right? It's like, look, when these two guys are back healthy, what what is my role going to be? And, yeah, there will be times where he might get on the floor with either Carl or Rudy, and they'll, they'll play two bigs like that. But if you're if you're thinking him, I'm, and I'm just thinking about this from his perspective, not with you know any inside knowledge, but it's like I would want to go somewhere where I know I'm going to get minutes and playing time, where I'm not going to be the third string center, where I would be at worst the second string center. You know, I, I does I think he come does he come across as a guy natural? Does he come across as a guy that would take? Uh, uh, we hear this all the time in baseball. We don't ne- we never hear this in basketball. But do you think that he's the type of guy that would take a hometown discount to stay here in Minnesota because I'm, I'm, I'm oh, thinking he probably man, wouldn't be that guy. 
Listen, listen. He he has he's an undrafted free agent out of college. He is making the minimum essentially for the first four years of his career. He's going to want to cash in. Like this is his chance to cash in. Who yeah. knows if you're going to get another contract after this? There's no there is no incentive for him to take a hometown discount. His con his contract the first four years has been a discount. Yeah. So there's no incentive for him to take a hometown discount. He's got to. He's got to seize this opportunity and make as much money as he can because you don't know if it's going to come around again for you. And you'll be in this position to make, you know, uh, let's say eight figures on his next deal, right? Yeah. So I think he's got to go. He's got to go for the money. He's got to go for the role. And I don't think anybody can blame him for going for either. Uh, at the end of the season, no matter what happens. Yeah, we're talking to Chris uh, Christopher Hine from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. He covers the Minnesota Timberwolves. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Christopher Hine, and he's joining us now, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline here on the Lake Show. All right, so what's your what's been your assessment here um, in the last four or five days, or let's say the last couple of games, of, of uh, point guard Mike Conley Jr. getting more acclimated to his new surroundings? I think he's still trying to find where exactly he's going to fit in and pick his spots offensively to attack and score. I think that's the biggest thing I've noticed with him is just finding those moments for him to really make an impact with his scoring or shooting ability. He's very deferential. He's trying to get everybody involved, trying to defer to Ant, which is what you know they have told us was going to happen when he came in here. So I think getting him going and being more of a scoring threat that teams are going to have to respect as the season winds down here is probably one of their biggest things. It's something Chris Finch talked about at practice the other day. Is They're encouraging him to be more aggressive and look for a shot a little more. I think you saw that a little bit against the Clippers. He was taking more of those floaters that were available to him in the lane when the Clippers were collapsing on Gobert for those lobs they were basically conceding some floaters to, to Mike Conley, and he took them. He missed a, he missed a good portion of them, um, but at least he was looking for it and looking to score. So I'll be interested to see just if his shot volume starts to tick up a little bit, his usage goes up a little bit. He's, a, he's lower volume than D'Lo was, lower usage than D'Lo was, and that's part of the point why they got him here, but they don't want him to just you know, always pass when he's out there. They want him to score too, and he can shoot it from deep. He's I think I think this year is like 36, 37% from three-point range. So he can shoot it from deep. Teams have to respect that. So I think that's the biggest thing for him right now is just finding those spots where he can be more of a, of a scorer and more aggressive. What's been your early thoughts on Nikhil Alexander-Walker? I like his game. I, I, I used to watch him when he was on Utah, and he, for once, once or twice a game he would always kind of just pop, I thought. He would do something where, where you would notice him. And I think you're seeing that now defensively. He takes it really seriously. I think he realizes that defensively is the way that he's going to get minutes and stay on this team and stay in the league. Uh, he's a restricted free agent after this season. So I think he, he sees that that is his opportunity to come off the bench and make an immediate impact in a game. He's got a little scoring ability. He can shoot it a little bit. Um, I like the way that he pushes the pace when he's got the ball in his hand. He, he was doing that a lot against the Clippers, even after mates. So he, he plays with an up-tempo style that I think Finch likes and appreciates. 
And, you know, I think he's got a, everybody was raving about his work ethic yesterday. Uh, you know, people, we were asking about, you know, just what people have liked about him so far. Players and Finch have just, you know, they raved about all the work that he's tried to put in and ingrain himself really quickly to, to the team here. So I like his game. I, how do you feel about him? I like him. I, I like his defensive effort. And I think that you just hit the head uh, square on. I think that he understands already that for him to remain in the league, because right now he's nowhere near anything polished in terms of having an offensive game. Like his shot's very inconsistent. His finishing ability, very inconsistent. I actually thought coming out of college that he'd be further along than what he is, Uh, but I think that's because he's been traded a few times or whatever. But I like what I see just in terms of him being a guy that can give you minutes, but most importantly, he wants to defend. That is the one area where, look, as much as I like Jalen Wells. Sportability. I love, in, in the words of Clark Kellogg, right? His, his him being a, a bucket getter. Jalen just doesn't get down and dirty defensively, and I think that that's going to be an issue for him in the league. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're right. Um, they are kind of opposite. So people are people are kind of speculating out there that Alexander Walker is probably going to take Noel's minutes. I, I don't necessarily see it that way. I think maybe eventually Alexander Walker his minutes come at the expense of maybe Austin Rivers. If you're looking for, you know, a scoring punch, you still need to go to Jalen Noel off the bench because he is still your most gifted for sure. kind of guard scorer off the bench. So I don't know that his minutes get impacted too much. But- I think if you have Alexander Walker and Austin Rivers on the floor together a lot, I, I, I don't think that that's enough necessarily enough offense that you that you've got on the floor with that second unit. But so, this this is what I think is I, happening though, Chris. This is what this is what I think is happening. I'm not sure if yeah. you agree with me on this, but this is what I think is mm-hmm. happening. I there's a part of me that says that Jalen Noel has one foot out the door. I think that Jalen Noel is looking to whatever whatever the bag is that he can get with whatever team. He's <laughs> no I'm dead serious. He's looking to take that bag, yeah. whether it's here or somewhere else. And I think that there is a little bit of a we're a little bit frustrated that he hasn't advanced his game beyond um, where it is defensively because he's still he's very you know inconsistent in terms of doing anything on defense with 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 Nah everybody should call him Nah for short with Nikhil Alexander Walker yeah. though I I think it's for the Wolves basically a free look a free roll a free glance yeah. at him right because he is a restricted free agent I think the qualifying offer is something like seven million or something like that. And so, yeah. so, 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 so they can go. So they can go ahead and have the qualified offer or whatever. He's a restricted free agent, and they can look around and say, "Hey, we've got a guy in in case Jalen Noel doesn't end up returning to us." Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It is a free look that he is restricted. They can control any offer sheet that he gets. Um, as for Jalen Noel, I would say stay tuned on that front. Um, you know, on Sunday, I've got a story coming out about how just he's navigated this season, and I think you'll be interested in it. Hopefully, Bulls fans out there will be interested in reading kind of a deeper look at, at how he's he's approached this season and the the work and preparation he's tried to put into maximizing his season for better or for worse. Nice. Um, you know, I think you. Know, I think you'll hopefully you'll, you'll come out of it, even if you're not a Jalen Noel fan or you know. You're critical of his game. Hopefully, I think you appreciate the the amount of effort and diligence he's tried to put into to this season and maximizing his role. Yeah. So 
check that out uh, this weekend. I think it'll be coming out. So, all right. Well, thank you for that. Well, thanks for the heads up. Real quickly, last thing. Uh, any word? Do you know is is Anthony Davis going to play? We know LeBron's out for for several weeks. Any word so far on whether Anthony Davis is going to be uh, on the court tonight? I haven't seen anything recently this afternoon. All I know is that he came into the day probable, which would suggest to me that he was going to play. Um, I, yeah, I have not seen anything, but I would assume just based on the probable designation that he's probably going to play. Okay. Hence the, <laughs> hence the term probable. Yeah, so, for sure, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll hedge my bets on that side of it. Got you. Hey, Chris, man, always a pleasure, and sorry for the confusion and mix-up, but I appreciate you uh, joining us tonight. No problem. Anytime, Henry. All right, I'm always take glad care. to do it. Yep, that's a Chris Hine covering the Minnesota Timberwolves beat writer uh, for the Minneapolis Star Tribune joining us here on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 